Okay, welcome back. We're going to do a shortened version of Mishas Yisharim because we want to give a shir on the Haggadah and then we have to do the Shabbos Haggadah. We're in the Mishas Yisharim, Darchei Kinyan Hatara. New chapter, chapter Yudzayin. So the Ramchal says, The number one way that we can um, go ahead and get to be a pure Jew, it said actually, if you've come so high up the uh, ladder, you know, the Yeshua basically has a ladder. His ladder is that, um, his ladder is made in a way that uh, the previous Mida was um, Nikiut. So he says, if you've come already up to Nikiut, because we explained, remember, Shani? Nikiut is making sure that your actions are purely L'Shem Shamayim. Tahara is making sure that your motives in your heart and mind, you're not serving Hashem for the fame and glory, right? So he says, So this is very important. He says, in the end of the day, when you realize how low life and fruitless, totally fruitless, when a person is um, addicted to instant gratification and the pleasures and the overindulgences of this world, what ends up happening is, is that um, the you become disgusted by it. He says, says, you also have to understand, if we've really inculcated our soul with what the Mesilas Yisharim is saying, this is already the Madrig of Hasidus, right? Remember we said that, that there was a certain turning point that um, until like chapter 12 was to be a tzaddik. After that, once you get to Nikius, is going above the letter of the law. So at this point in time, if you see, you, you, for example, take Rav Chaim Kanievsky, right? So you go to the average person and you say, wow, this guy has a $20 million house. So the average um, run-of-the-mill person that's not a Ben Aliyah and doesn't have necessary das Torah and he's not holding on that Heichen Madrega, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, he's not holding in that lofty, what? <laughs> He's going to say, wow, ooh, he's going to be bamboozled. But you go to Rav Steinman, which I was zeichet to visit him twice, or I was zeichet to visit, as, as I'm going to mention my, my following Shurim, I was zeichet to see Rav Chaim Kanievsky seven times. And those gedolim are not going to look at that as something lofty and something that we need to, um, you know, be, uh, Totally, you know, you know, some people are going to look at it as, wow. Other people are going to look at it, why is he being so extravagant? And it's, it's distasteful. Not only distasteful, they're going to in a way become disgusted by it. You understand? Same thing. It's like you, you tell one of these fancy spitzy yeshiva barchimo, I bought this thousand dollar Giorgio Armani suit. But somebody that's already gone to these high madrigas for them, or he eats he he like a $200 steak, right? For them, 
it, it's not something to be look for, up to. It's something that they look down upon. And I gave a good marshal like this. When I was uh, much younger, I used to be very into Lego some 30, 40 years ago. And if somebody like one of my, my younger brother, Daniel, would, uh, you know, mess with my Lego fire station or police station, it was like my whole world would crumble when I was six, seven, eight years old. But nowadays you realize what? It's a joke. Or like I was into baseball cards. Like baseball cards in my current state has no value anymore. This is exactly what the Mesos and Sharman is saying. One has to become so spiritually sophisticated that you realize this is not why God didn't create us to have the most fancy, luxurious Pesach vacations. Like nowadays amongst the more modern and and, uh, well-to-do people in our community, people brag, oh, I went to this and we had unlimited uh, this. We had unlimited... No, a guy was telling me. My dentist was actually telling me. He goes on these uh, Pesach programs. We had unlimited uh, this Viennese bar and this salad bar and that bar and this bar and that bar. Okay, I mean, listen. By the way, our Chachamim tell us, if you, if, by the way, the, those people that are single, if you want to go on a date with a girl and you want to see what she's really about, it says Ishlafi Mahalalo. So what people brag about and when people are obsessed with, that's what really going on in their mind. So if you want, if you're looking to marry somebody, really, there's a secret way of seeing what, you know, cause some people are fakers. So if you want to find a secret way to see what's really going on, what's making the clock tick in the person's mind, you see what they're, what they always talk about. So if they're always talking about, Mesel Sisharim and fear of Hashem and becoming a better Yid and a Ben Aliyah and Taira or a Bikiva Eger or a Baruch Ber or things along that thing. So that shows you that that's what they're really about. Here the, the, the Mesel Sisharim says somebody that's already got to this point is not going to, these excessive luxuries and obsession with instant gratification and gluttony is nothing to be proud about. It's actually distasteful. And she says, such a person is like a Balmum by him. Such a person is like, he doesn't, the Chassid, the, pers- the, the person that's a Mesilas Yisharm Jew, doesn't even want to associate b- with, with these people. Because he looks upon them as, as people that unfortunately have, um, you know, missed out on what, what, what true life is about. So he says, Barais, and it, you know, they, they look at it as, a, in a way, unfortunately, evil. He says, So he says, for such a person that he's holding on such a madrega, since he, again, everybody according to their madrega, but this person, since he's not obsessed, it's not a valuable thing to him, you know? Rav Volbi has a whole schmooze on this. You missed my schmooze in. Every, every decision we make in life is a, uh, going back to my CPA days also, is a cost analysis, right? Is a cost benefit. So if, if something, let's say for somebody, their biggest dream in their life is to climb my, Mount Everest, right? So they're even going to, wi- right? The benefit is so great that they're going to tell their grandchildren that I, 
you know, was able to conquer this mountain of Mount Everest, that they're even willing to risk their life, right? It's a, it's a cost-benefit analysis. So, same thing by us. I mean, the whole issue is what you, what's valuable and not. So the Mesil Sharm is saying, these people that get obsessed, you know, one of my, my friends was telling me, he says like, he, he, he said, why, why do these women not have a chesed WhatsApp chat? The whole time, they're, the only thing they're WhatsApping to each other is there's this fancy purses on sale at Neiman Marcus. The next week, they all go to Nordstrom. And then the next week, you know, our, our whole life is not based on having the latest and greatest, you know, cell phone or purse or shoes or suit, right? He says, this is for superficial people that don't even know the true meaning of not life. So he says, a person that already realizes that life is about being close to Hashem, he'll realize that why would you want to serve Hashem just for the glory, right? That's the Erev Rav, right? Why would you, you know, there's certain people that are willing to give a yeshiva or a eshatayra or whatever, a million dollars, but the person that's already on this madrega, in their heart of hearts, they realize, what is kavod? So what? People superficially, you know, respect you. The main thing is Hashem should respect you. So why should I do it for the, for the publicity and for the PR and just to show off? And he says, He says, so such a person is not going to get tricked, right? Connived, bamboozled by the Yitzhahara to do things, And actually, you know, such a person, the Ramchal is telling us, for him, like the, there's a famous Arachayim Kadosh. Everybody should see this Arachayim Kadosh. He says, if people weren't blinded and weren't drowned in their stupid, silly pursuits of money, money is their God, money melech, money malach, everything by them is, you know, to be, have the fanciest and to, 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 to be there. If they wouldn't be so addicted to the American God of the green dollar bill, and to fancy schmancy stuff and excessive luxury and their loyalty was with Hashem, then the Garachayim HaKadosh says they would run to, to learn every second of their spare time like a magnet, like a metal clings to a magnet, right? It's just this natural ambition. So the, the, the Ramchal is saying here something very important, and that is the truth of the matter is Somebody that's holding on this madrega of Tahara that's already realized what's his real priorities in life. This world is only what? It reminds, reminds me of the famous story. The biggest, the richest Jew was fascinated by the Chavetz Chaim. So from America, Rosh Hashiva told me this story. He said he went to visit the Chavetz Chaim, but he was a little bit disappointed because he made this whole cruise. He took this whole cruise for two weeks to get from America to Europe. He comes to the Chavetz Chaim's house. There wasn't even one couch there. And there was only a few chairs and a table and a lot of bookcases. You know, Chavetz Chaim didn't even have that many Sfarim in his, in his house, by the way. Because he held, there's a whole story with him and uh, Rav Yaisid, the Panavich Rav, that he said it was Bethel Taira that he would go search for Sfarim. He, he would use the Sfarim of his yeshiva, mostly. He would, so he said he was very, very underwhelmed. This, this uh, Rosh Hashiva told me the name of the guy. 
He was the richest guy in America, biggest philanthropist. So he tells the Chavetz Chaim, he says, Chavetz Chaim, you're the king, the spiritual king of the Jewish world. I mean, Chavetz Chaim wasn't a Rebbe. He wasn't extravagant like that. He says, you don't even have a couch in your house. So the Chavetz Chaim told him, excuse me, you're the richest guy in America, the richest, uh, you know, observant Jew in America. Where's all, where's all your riches? He says, I'm traveling. I can't bring it with me. He says, Chavetz Chaim said, you know what? I'm also traveling. This world is only what? Temporary. So therefore, I don't need excessive baggage. To the tzaddik, the Chavetz Chaim saying, the Ramchal here is saying is that, yes, he will have to go shopping, he will have to eat, but he, he, he's not obsessed with um, physical pleasure. And he doesn't drown inside of it and waste his time in it. His number one priority is serving Hashem. And the, the most powerful way we could serve Hashem is through learning Torah and breaking our bad midos, right? To emulating the Almighty, being kind, being merciful. The tzaddik and the chassid, this is what makes him tick, right? Not this nonsense that's like Legos or baseball cards that's, you know, it's Hevel Varik. In the end of the day, that's ultimately what Gehenim is, you know, by the way. You come there and you see the things that you thought, money and pleasure and LeBron James and these things that you thought were the most powerful and amazing things. Well, guess what? Your balloon is going to be bursted because in the real world, all of this stuff is worth what? It's worth negative zero. The only thing that matters there is how much Torah you learned, how much you broke your bad attitudes and characteristics, and how much you became selfless rather than selfish, and how much mitzvot you put in your treasury. That's all that matters. All this other stuff doesn't really make a difference over there.